what's going on, people? I would like to welcome all of you to another Q on One edition of the Talk to Q Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And with the Q on Ones, what I like to do is interview people. Sometimes they can be local entrepreneurs, or they could be someone um, who's doing their thing worldwide. Well, wait a minute. I guess you would consider this a Q on Two podcast. Hmm. Anyway. It's an opportunity for you to get to know these people up and close and learn their story and what gave them the passion to do what they do or provide the type of service they provide. So please sit back and enjoy the show and please be encouraged to share. A lot of people, including myself, kind of do their thing by word of mouth, you know, so the more you spread the knowledge about the show, then the more people who can tune in and grow this thing and make it bigger. And it also gives more support for the people who I bring on the show who are looking to get their product or services out to the masses. Without further ado, let's get to the interview. They're the host of a history podcast where no part of history is off limits. One is located in the United Kingdom and the other is here in the Empire State of New York. From the transatlantic history ramblings with Lauren and Brian podcast. Please welcome Miss Lauren Davies and Mr. Brian Young to the Talk to Q Radio show. Folks, how's it going? I love a live studio audience. (laughs) (laughs) It is such a pleasure to have the two of you join me. Now, Lauren, you're, you're the first person from overseas I've interviewed since relaunching my show back in February. I'm the first person from the UK since 2017. Um, I did an interview with a spoken word artist named Mr. Grimes. So it's very nice to reach back over the pond again. Tell me how the two of you met and how you decided to podcast together despite being separated by an ocean. Um, We met over Facebook. We were members of the same history group. It was my idea to start a podcast. And then um, at the beginning of the year, we put everything together. And then with the lockdown with COVID-19 has really been a springboard for us because it means that we've been able to get a lot of content out. And we've been able to reach out to uh, contributors that we may not have been able to get if it hadn't been for the pandemic. So it's, uh-huh. it's a pretty simple story. We we got on straight away. We've, um, we were friends for about four years prior to starting the podcast. And it's just something that's developed naturally out of our friendship. And it doesn't hurt that we have the same hair. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> I think... Well, I think the chemistry between the two of you is great. And uh, it seems like you've been doing this for a long time. Oh, since, since February, I think. Yeah, I think February we started. Yeah. It. Okay. So just very well, before the, the pandemic. All right. All it did right. not so... cause the pandemic. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> So why history? You know, where does your love from history start? Um, it started from childhood with me. Um, it was um, reading a book in school. I went to a Welsh language school. So it was a Welsh language children's book. And it, um, was, about, it was about a young boy that, li- uh, that in his house, there was also a family of ghosts living in his house with him. And um, there was a throwaway line about Anne Boleyn being killed by her husband, and it just all started from there. So it is the Tudors' fault. They get blamed for everything. <laughs> and me, I'm just, I'm just a nerd, and uh, I've always been obsessed with history, um, boxing history, um, 
European history, Roman history, and you know, it just an insa- an insatiable thirst for historic knowledge. So basically, I'm just an all around nerd. Okay, all right. And so, uh, and, and speaking of which, I, I got to interject here, Q. For those listeners out there who watch Jeopardy, uh-huh. I'm also a nerd in that I am going to call them out for being wrong yesterday on an answer. They asked alphabetically who was the first person in the International Boxing Hall of Fame, and they accepted the answer of Muhammad Ali, and it's not. It's actually a man named Barney Aaron, A-A-R-O-N. Never heard of him. I'm going to have to Google that after the show. But just saying Alex Trebek's wrong. All right. <laughs> this is why we get emails that I'm obnoxious. Yes, this is why we get emails that I'm obnoxious, Brian. People write into but, our but show and say, as, Brian's obnoxious. Are you really obnoxious if you're right? That's the thing. <laughs> I think we, no, we could turn the tables on you and pose this question to you, Q, because, uh, you know, I'll let the cat out of the bag to the audience. I've known you for many years, and I love you like a brother, as you know. And uh, you you know me just as well as just about anybody, so you you can answer that. Is mm-hmm. Brian obnoxious? <laughs> Brian is factual. That's what he is. He is factual. <laughs> he wants the facts, and if you don't deliver the facts, he will do it for you. So obnoxious, you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I introduce you to Bert Sugar. Come on. And, I, and I'm forever grateful. And so, um, as far as the podcast, like. How, how often does it air, and how much research goes into each episode? I mean, we're talking about history. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'll, like I'll, I'll start, but I'll let Lauren. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll start, but I'll let Lauren really carry on with it because the seat of my pants on just about everything I do. I, I always feel I'm, I'm I'm much better and more entertaining when I'm improvising. So. I'll have a basic knowledge of the topic we're talking about. In some instances, I'll have a really vast knowledge, like episodes that we've done on the Tudors, which is Lauren's specialty. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a base knowledge, and I'll prepare myself a little bit with times and date, but those are the shows that, as a history nerd, I've been discussing. We'll have our guests, they become like the guests and Lauren will become like teachers to me, and, and I'm fascinated. But that's what you like best about it. That's just sets me up to be the serious one because I'm very much the serious one, and I tell Brian off. Yeah, well, you know, and, and you know it goes both ways. <laughs> well, we did an episode of, uh, about a month or so ago with uh, a film historian named Gregory Mank. So me and him got into this really deep, long, involved conversation, and after a while, I'd be going, uh, "Lauren, are you there?" Because Lauren was just getting so into interested in listening to the conversation, she forgot she was hosting. Right. <laughs> I forgot. It was my podcast. As we're that's example, happened we're to talking. me before. I, totally so forget. I, I feel like I'm just listening to the show. Yeah. <laughs> that is totally understandable. I've had that happen to me before. You get so fascinated with the story that you forget that you're not a listener, you know, that you're the host. So I completely understand. But do you have a favorite era yeah. Um, favorite eras, I would have to say, um, it would be the Tudor era because it's a very, um, in-depth political, um, era and, um, the Victorian era, I think as well, because you have all, you know, they go back and sort of, um, try and work things out and try and take care of things that during the civil war and, and, um, I want to say Reformation, but it's not the uh, the Restoration. That's the word I'm looking for. The Restoration was kind of neglected, so it, it's 
kind of those two eras because in their own different ways they were very pioneer pioneering it's like what the 1830s through the 1880s or somewhere in that range um it would be yeah it would be the from the beginning of the of queen victoria's reign up until her death in 1901 and then after that would be an edwardian, okay. edwardian era i'm very sorry i i forget that the rest of the world wouldn't have a victorian era <laughs> not a problem not a problem and Brian, for you, what, what seems to be your favorite era of interest? You know, one of ours, one of mine, is the Victorian era as well. Jack the Ripper crimes, which was Victorian English history. Studying that, you get into the whole history of society at the time, and it's just a fascinating time period. Other than that. Yeah, early 20th century U.S. history. Um, from like the turn of the century into the 1920s and 30s, uh, I, I'm fascinated by the, the politics of America at the time. So those are probably my two favorite areas of history. But I, I, love, I love all history. And anything, anytime I learn something new about history, I'm thrilled. And so you all have talked to uh, physicists, authors, film enthusiasts, and more. What has been one of the more interesting topics to discuss on the show so far? I think it was when we had Aaron Raw on for me, because that was really a massive eye-opener for me, for myself. Really, really did send me down a rabbit hole of YouTube videos. When I got Aaron Raw to come on, I had no idea the impact it would have on Lauren's outlook on life. <laughs> so mm. that was a big one. It did definitely have a big impact and, and changed, my, changed the way that I thought about a few things as well. It was very interesting. He's a very interesting man, too. Was there anything in particular that was discussed that did that for you, Lauren? Um, well, I think that being educated on the religious difficulties and the religious tensions in the United States, because mm -hmm. even though that we know that they're there, they don't really seem, you know, they don't really seem to us as important as they actually are. They're just a, you know, a feature in the news or we'll see something online about Westboro Baptist Church. We don't really understand, you know, that they're so important and the arguments and the tensions that, that, is, that is caused by religion in the United States. Okay. Well, speaking of some of the conflicts we have here in the United States, I do have a question for you, Lauren, and I'm just kind of curious about this as far as um, how people overseas may view things. Now, I noticed... I believe it was yesterday, there were a lot of people who had the Blackout Tuesday profile pictures due to the the racial conflicts we're having here in the United States behind a recent, well, behind a series of uh, recent killings, you know, by the hands of white people as far as black people are concerned. And I saw that you changed your profile picture. And so I was wondering, what is your consciousness level, I guess, to the struggles of some of the social injustices that happen here in the United States. Do you all get a lot of news over there about all of this over here? Um, we see the riots and we'll see the opinions of things after that they've happened. Um, okay. And we know, we know the basics of what happened, but we wouldn't know the extent of what happened because not all of, um, not all of the cases would end up on our on our news. It would be the ones that would inspire um, acts of uh, civil disobedience that would get that would ping on our radar. And um, you know, it's not just something that happens in America. I mean, there's a case in the UK of um, 
a young woman that was a victim of a hate crime and she defended herself and um, there were a lot of mistakes made in her case and uh, she ended up going to prison and the police acknowledged that they didn't look into her claim that she was a victim of a hate crime and defending herself. So the jury allegedly didn't understand the instruction that was given to them by the judge and now her, the perpetrators of the crime against her have gone free but in her defending herself she has now serving a prison sentence because of that. Mm. Well, I guess injustice is um, a worldwide thing, but yes. um, I did notice your, your participation, and so I was definitely curious to what insights you may have, man, that you're in the UK. Oh. Well, I'd like to point out, see, Lauren doesn't like bragging about herself, and she's actually, she gets a little embarrassed and shy, but Lauren is experts on the women's suffragette movement in the UK and the imprisonment thereof of these women. And, you know, she can see the parallels about the injustice and the, and, and how people are treated and how people have to um, do whatever they can to create change in society. And uh, I, I know that's something very, very uh, important to Lauren. In fact, she's got a book coming out on the, on the history of that it's going to be a big book. I, I have a feeling you're going yeah. to see a lot of colleges taking up that book as a course study. Oh, that's very uh-huh. kind. Um, I think that's one thing people forget is that nobody wants civil disobedience. Not even protesters want civil disobedience. Civil disobedience, protesting, looting happens because asking politely and doing everything properly is not getting people anywhere. And we're not talking about luxury we're talking about basic human rights and basic human safeties and if you need to scream and shout to get what you deserve then that really shows that you have tried everything and that's the only way that you can get what you what you need and what you deserve and that is such a sad state for anybody to be in that you have to you have to make yourself noticed by violence and by not physical violence, but violence to property, and you know just to stand up for yourself and to make things right for not only your society but the society of um of your grandchildren and of their children you know just this is such an important year you know this year we have we're halfway through it we you know the world and history will judge us on how we resolve in the next six months, what has happened in these first six. And now as far as your book is concerned, uh, Lauren, how soon can we look forward to seeing your book? Uh, fingers crossed next year. The Because all the archives are closed, it, it, it does make it very difficult to, um, just to go and have a look at things because a lot of them are, are police records, metropolitan police records of uh, imprisonment uh-huh. and incarceration. And also in those files is you get a bit of an overview of what that person was like in prison. So they're quite interesting as well. And when there were incidents where the women were violent, um, Uh there was also a report on that. And some of the report does focus on what the prison warders' experiences were. So it's very important to get that right and to make sure that their voices are heard as well. Because a lot of people will say that the information isn't there. There isn't very much of it. 
um, because they wouldn't have been allowed to write about it while they were in that job. So, you know, but what there is of it is quite important to give the, um, the, the opposing view because what we seem to forget is that there were women looking after these women. And I think we need to make sure, we need to make sure that that is understood and appreciated as well. All right, well, cool. And Brian, I know Not you're you. working on a, yeah. on a book, and I mean, I'm, I'm going to take a guess. It's about something historical, right? I feel like the dumb one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I have a, a book coming out. Um, it's with the publisher now in the editing process. And uh, uh, oh, almost as important as Lauren's topic, mine is on the history of professional wrestling, this one. So uh, I'm the dumb one of the show. No, you're not. Uh, you can't be dumb and write a book. You cannot be dumb and write a book, believe me. And so how soon would that hit the stores? Um, last I heard, it'll be available the spring of 21. Uh, obviously, things are a bit delayed, uh, waiting for the editors to return to work and the printers and the copywriters. But once it comes out, it'll be available everywhere, uh, bookstores, Kindles, um, e-readers, every format. It's going to be available. Um, um, and we're talking now about uh, getting it translated into other languages as well. Wow, that's big. Okay, well, I know I will be ordering my copy directly from you, Brian, so that way I can get it autographed as well. And Lauren, I will look forward to yours once it's uh, completed and on the shelves, too. Thank you. And let's predict the future here, okay? Let's predict the future. What has, and I'm going to start with you first, Lauren. What has happened within the last five years that you think will end up in a school history book 20 years from now? Um, <laughs> I, I think a lot of the um, Me Too movement and... Um, the the wine scene business that will probably end up in in a school history book okay and definitely a very big movement that uh changed the landscape of a lot of things from you know as far as celebrity interaction in hollywood and businesses and things of that nature definitely a national movement okay brian what do you think what has this happened in the last five years that will end up in a school history book 20 years from now um I'd like to say uh, a lot of what's going on now, um, so it's too early to tell, but I think the one thing that's happened that will really be in the history books and have, will really have affected things coming is uh, Brexit. I think Brexit's going to be the one. <laughs> okay. The other thing is the, mis- the mistake scientists made by saying Pluto's not a planet. Because we all know Pluto's a planet, damn it. Brian, we're not even on our show. How can you bring that up? Hashtag pro-planet Pluto, people. Oh. We need Pluto to become a planet. Well, planet or no planet. Brian, how can you? How rude. Hashtag oh, wow. pro-planet Pluto, everyone. This is why we get emails saying you're obnoxious, Brian. <laughs> Good. <laughs> all right. So as you can see, these two have a lot of fun um, in their podcast. What's next for the Transatlantic Historical Ramblings podcast? What are some of the things you all want to cover in the future? What particular time periods do you want to touch on? Ooh, can I give a couple? Of course you can, because you've got quite an exciting um, lineup already. Uh, Inside the show knowledge? Yeah. All right. Well, tomorrow we are going to be recording an episode with uh, theoretical physicist Lawrence Krauss. And on June 15th, uh, we, we have the number one geneticist in the world, the most important genetic researcher in the entire world, 
Dr. Professor Turi King out of Leicester. Wow. We have a couple other surprises in store. We're going to do some, you name a time in history, we're going to talk about it, be it World War II or uh, the, 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 the Middle Ages or, you know, pre-biblical history. Whatever you want to hear, we'll do. Lauren, what did you want to add as far as uh, some of the things you look forward to in the future with your podcast? Um, I know that I'm in contact at the moment with a, a women's charity called Beyond the Street, and they run an alternative Jack the Ripper tour where they focus on the women's story and uh, not only the victims of the Whitechapel murders, but contemporary women that were living around them and with them. And um, at the moment, it's just we're just talking about it because with uh, COVID and everything, their resources are really stretched thin. But hopefully in the future, in the next few months, we can have someone from beyond the streets to come and talk with us. And that's what I'm really looking forward to. Sounds great. You all are doing big things over at that podcast. That is wonderful. <laughs> so where can my listeners find your podcast and follow you on social media? You can find us on Facebook at History Ramblings with Lauren and Brian. Instagram is at History Ramblings. The email is, Brian, would you like to take over? Uh, our email is trans.history.rambling at gmail.com. Any place you download podcasts, you can find us. Sounds good. Okay, so the Transatlantic History Ramblings with Lauren and Brian podcast. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and anywhere you can find podcasts. I'll be sure to have a link to their site on my, my show page over at TalkToQ.com. So, Lauren and Brian, I appreciate you all taking the time to join the show today. Well, I definitely appreciate it. And um, I look forward to having you back on in the future. I'll continue to listen. I'm behind some episodes, so I have to try to get caught up. I think that you all have a lot of interesting things that you discuss. I, I enjoy learning as I listen and of course, I'm entertained, and uh, Lauren, you're you're very informative, and Brian, you're like a local encyclopedia, but you have a comedic aspect as well that's enjoyable. So I think the two of you work well together, and I, I wish you both Go ahead, say it. I'm the obnoxious one. <laughs> yes, you're the obnoxious one. It is. I'll go ahead and say it because it makes you happy. <laughs> uh, Quincy, Quincy, you know I love you, brother, and I can't wait to see you in person again. Definitely, man. It's been too long. And, Lauren, I, I definitely appreciate your contributions as far as social injustices. I mean, uh, I think that is wonderful, and it, and it really means a lot to see that, uh, to know that people who are not even here still care. So that's wonderful, and I thank you for that. We do. We do, care. Thank you. And that's going to do it for this T2Q podcast. Go to TalkToQ.com, and that way you can sign up for the email newsletter and be alerted to new shows as they come out. I'm on Twitter at talk to q and that's Talk, the number two Q. So I want to thank all of you for listening to this podcast of T2Q, and I'll see you next time.